What is up? You are watching the Lax Factor Lacrosse Show. This is our Thursday recap and weekend preview special. I wanted to talk about Utah playing at Duke as the very first game we're going to do. But as always, be sure to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell down below if you'd like to be notified when we put out new videos. And let's get to it. Utah at Duke. Duke, it, it actually was a very interesting game. It ended up being close. Duke jumped out to an early six-goal, uh, six-to-two lead prior to Utah getting back to within uh, a goal, then tying it up, then taking a one-goal lead, uh, which they held for a while. So uh, it, it, was, it was interesting, at least through the first half, and then through the second half, not so much. So how it played out, Duke, as I said, goes up 6-2. Utah goes on a five-goal streak, finished off by Jimmy Perkins, which gave them a 7-6 to six lead over Duke. Duke then scored a fluke goal by Joe Robertson just before the half. I think it was off a feed by Brad Smith. Somebody fed, uh, or maybe Robertson was trying to feed Smith, and it, it just kind of went in. Goalie didn't notice it from Utah. He didn't save very much, including that weird pass. So that tied it up at the half with like seven seconds left. Duke then goes on to score the game's next eight goals. Uh, I think they outscored him in the third quarter by a score of six to nothing over the course of the third. Uh, I Oddly enough, Brian Smith and Jordan Ginder for Duke at the faceoff X, they go 28 of 31 at the faceoff X on the day. So that was ridiculous. So you win 28 to 31 faceoffs, you're going to win the game. So valent effort from Utah. I was actually most surprised by their defense hanging in there. Uh, because, you know, defensively, they just don't match up the same. So so in the first half, for them to hold Duke back and then at one point have a lead in that game at all, I thought was surprising. So hats off to Coach Holman and uh, in preparing the team the way he did and, and for them executing that defensive game plan, at least over the course of the first half. Hats off to Coach Donowski, staff and players, for regrouping at the half and then rattling off uh, eight goals in a row to, you know, take the 17-11 uh, win, which they needed badly. Uh, Robertson, three goals, two assists. Brad Smith, two goals, three assists. Jimmy Perkins had his one of his best games, five goals and a, and a helper for Utah. I was under the impression Perkins was going to be their best player coming into the year, so to see him have kind of a coming out like that, that's awesome. James Sexton went for, I believe, I thought it was two goals and an assist, but I'm showing three goals and an assist here in my notes. And John Stout, the, the, the club All-American that's still surprising me, I believe he's fifth in the country in goals. He has two goals on the day so hell of a game by Utah uh, good job by Duke to really just put this away and handle their business they're going to be able to retain their ranking and uh, everyone's happy so the next game I wanted to do here was Hopkins uh, hosted Mount St. Mary's aka the Mount at Homewood Field um, fairly uneventful uh, Mount St. Mary jumped out to a quick two two goal lead they actually enjoyed that two goal lead for about seven minutes and 38, uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds exactly uh, prior to Joey Epstein scoring, I believe, Hopkins' first goal. And then Hopkins ends up there. They go on a six goal run uh, to take a seven, seven to three lead into halftime. They gave a, a, a goal up with a second left to Mount St. Mary's. 
uh, to let them get within 7-3 at the half. And then uh, Hopkins scored four unanswered over the course of the third quarter. They traded goals in the fourth. 11-4 win for Hopkins. I, I only want to cover this game simply because Hopkins was sitting at 2-3 and three after that loss to Syracuse. They needed this one bad at home, so it's kind of a good statement win. They win 11-4. They handle their business. They improve to 3-3. Three and three. Um, The mount drops to 3-5. and five. Uh, Good stat here, Kyle Prouty for Hopkins. He goes 11-12 from the faceoff X. Joey Epstein goes for three goals and a helper. Alex Concanon and Brett Baskin each go for two goals. And Ryan Darby looks strong in cage for Hopkins. He has uh, puts up 12 saves on the day. Uh, the only real stat of note for Mount St. Mary's, Dylan Fernback put up 14 saves to Hopkins' 11 goals. So he, he looked solid in goal. And uh, that was good. And then we're going to go to our next game, North Carolina uh, hosting Bucknell at the new facility. Second game. I believe it's their second game at the new facility. I could be wrong. Um, Bucknell was just unable to hang around for, for the whole game. They end up playing a solid 45 minutes of lacrosse. But Hopkins rode uh, William Perry for two goals and an assist in the fourth quarter, which which created the separation. Uh, they outscore Bucknell three to one over that fourth quarter period and route to a twelve to seven victory at the the new complex, the newly minted complex. Apparently, it is really nice. Not quite fully finished and landscaped yet, but that's to be expected. North Carolina winner, uh, UNC. They jump out to a two zero lead and then Bucknell ties it up two two. UNC jumps out to a 3-2 lead. Bucknell answers, ties it up 3-3. Then UNC jumps out to a 6-3 lead, but Bucknell gets back to within 6-5. So every time UNC would jump out to a lead, Bucknell would have some sort of answer. But from there, it goes off the rails a little bit. UNC goes up 8-5. Bucknell can never get back within two goals the rest of the game. And then UNC you know, just chips away, chips away until... We get the final outcome of twelve to seven. Uh, UNC improves to five and two on the season. I'm surprised they're ranked so so low still, considering you know now they were sitting at four and two when they did the rankings. Now they're sitting at five and two. Bucknell drops to two and five, so they're going to have a rough one here. Will Perry and Andy Matthews each put up hat tricks and a helper for UNC. Alex Basile uh, nine saves for for North Carolina uh, for Buck. Nell, Alston Terry, three goals, and Christian Klipstein, he had 14 saves, so he played solid in goal for Bucknell. In the end, UNC, once again, they need to keep winning these non-league, non-conference wins before they get into ACC play. That's going to prove very important for them, and uh, they get get the, the road win. Uh, the other game I wanted to talk about, and this is the last one that we're going to have highlights for before we get into the rambling, you know, the quick rambling uh, section this time, uh, Lehigh at Rutgers. Lehigh, uh, it was a very good game. They battled back and forth. At one point, each team held a three-point lead. I want to say Rutgers may have had a three-point lead twice in the game, but Lehigh had the only three-point lead that matters in the end. They have the three-point lead at the end of the game, giving them a 13-10 decision over Rutgers. The The game overall, it featured seven lead changes, which was pretty incredible, so it went back and forth all day. Lucas Spence for Lehigh. He put up two goals and an assist over the final 15 minutes and five seconds of play over the span where Lehigh uh, tied it up 10-10 and then uh, took the lead 
11, 10, 12, 10, and then 13, 10. Uh, Tom Schelling, he put up a, go- uh, a goal and an assist over the final two minutes and 19 seconds of the game for Lehigh. He scored the go-ahead goal with 219 left, and he scored uh, assisted on the dagger with 30 seconds remaining in the game. So Alex Tuminello, four goals for Lehigh. He scored another. He scored one of those goals late. I think he scored the 12th goal late to uh, kind of put them away. And then Lucas Spence, two goals, two assists on the day. But Tuminello, four goals. So hell of a game for him. Ryan Gallagher, four goals and a dish for Rutgers. And Kieran Mullins, two goals and three helpers for Rutgers in the loss. Excellent game overall, though. Went back and forth. I would have liked to have seen Rutgers you know, maybe score another one late, get back in there and give themselves a chance. But there was actually a a pretty big save late by Lehigh, I believe when the score was tied and then Lehigh went down the other, the other end and scored within the first, uh, you know, five seconds of that next uh, possession. So that, that ended up being the difference maker. Lehigh beats Rutgers. So we have some other scores and I'll just kind of rip through um, what happened with them. Bryant and Fairfield. Fairfield beats Bryant in overtime, 12 to 11. Marquette gets the win over lowly Robert Morris, 17 to five. Sienna, uh, I believe Sienna now improves to three and one on the season. They beat St. Bonaventure uh, 17 to 10, put the hurt on St. Bonaventure. UMass is still playing solid. They beat a decent UMass Lowell team. I think UMass Lowell's 500 now. UMass is uh, not 500. They're, I think they have their fifth win of the season now. Uh, they beat UMass Lowell 14 to 4. Binghamton gets beat down by Army at Binghamton. I was, it was actually right down the road for me, and I, I was stuck working and couldn't even go uh, watch that one. But Army gets the 15 6 decision. Over Binghamton, Cleveland State gets another win, uh, 10-9 over Lafayette. And Hofstra and St. John's faced off. Hofstra actually pulls out the big win over the Johnnies. Uh, Hofstra wins 9-7. This weekend, we've got a boatload, and I mean a boatload of games. No other games. There's no games tonight. Uh, you're watching this. It's Thursday, uh, most likely if you're watching this. So no games uh, Thursday night. Friday, we have... VMI hosting High Point. So that's going to be a big one for High Point and probably should end up being a big victory for High Point. And then we also have Utah at Fairfield. So Utah keeping busy and they're on the road at Fairfield. Uh, Both of those games are at seven o'clock and they are both streaming. Uh, You can uh, stream the High Point game. It looks like from their website, but it looks like that'll end up being on ESPN. And uh, then the LAC Sports Network has the Utah at Fairfield game. So both games, seven o'clock Friday night. If you go to inside lacrosse and then watch look at their d1 calendar it'll have all of the links to the web streams they do a great job on that calendar that's what i'm I'm looking at right now actually uh what do we got for saturday matchups drexel at georgetown so that's a big game for georgetown for both teams really uh jacksonville at bellerman uh so that'll be a nice nice game here army at holy cross so that's pretty huge. We got Vermont at UMBC. Uh, some of the bigger, bigger name teams that are going to be playing. Delaware's hosting. Uh, Hopkins is hosting Delaware. So that that should be you know, Hopkins at home should be able to handle that business and get themselves back up above five hundred. Uh, they'd be sitting at four and three if they could drop Delaware at home. We have Towson at Duke. So that is a huge game. Towson needs needs a win badly to get back back into into the conversation for one of the top teams in the country and duke it, with a win over townsend they solidify you know their shot at, at continuing to stay at number two and or at number one and and possibly uh continue to hold on to that spot but duke needs to win that game against townsend uh the biggest game of the weekend at least in terms of what i'm excited to see cornell at yale 
So the Ivy League play gets rolling, and Cornell's going to have to face Yale at Yale. So that's going to be a huge one. I predict Jeff Teat is going to have a very big game, but that kind of uh, Chris Fake, Jeff Teat battle between uh, those two, that's that's something to look forward to for the next two years. Well, this year and then next year, at least as uh, Teat will be a senior, I believe, next year, yes. I pulled that from the databanks, so you could tell. Uh, so that's gonna that's actually a huge one. Michigan at Marquette, that's pretty big. Um, Navy at Loyola. That is another big one between two two solid teams. Navy's played pretty solid. Rutgers travels up to the Dome to take on Syracuse. Denver will travel to Ohio State. That's going to be a big one. Another huge ACC game going on this weekend is Notre Dame at Virginia. So that'll actually be a big game for both of those teams. Villanova at Maryland. We are just loaded. Princeton at Penn. Another big Ivy League game. Uh, so all these games between noon and three. Again, if you go to the Inside Lacrosse uh, website, then you can go to their Division One calendar and figure out what, what time all these games are, where they're streaming. You can read previews. They, they do a great job. And Albany, trying to get back to their winning ways. They finished, this, they finished uh, Saturday off against UMass Lowell. That'll actually be a tough one for Albany because UMass Lowell is legit, so uh, Albany hosts them. Harvard at Brown, uh, the, the list just goes on. And then Sunday, uh, nothing huge Sunday. Cleveland State at North Carolina, Utah at UMass, and Lafayette at Lehigh. So we have a bunch of teams getting into their conference play uh, moving forward here. We have a bunch of teams just playing some really tough non-conference foes. The one I'm really excited about, Rutgers at Syracuse. That's going to be a huge one. Uh, Cornell at Yale. That's going to be a huge one. And uh, Navy at Loyola. I, I'm I'm excited about that one too. That's always a good battle. So that is it. That's Thursday's show. Uh, as always, we will put a show out Sunday before noon, recapping all of Saturday's games with highlights, with scores, and we'll ramble on about lacrosse. And uh, and as always, also be sure to go to our website, laxfactor.com. Uh, because we have a lot of the, all these videos and, and, and blog posts are, are put up there. We have a, a t-shirts that you could purchase and various, various cool crap. So anytime you're bored, instead of looking us up on YouTube, feel free to always go to our website, laxfactor.com, and you can get all of the same videos and a little bit more uh, from there. So as always, like and subscribe. Thank you for watching, and I am out of here. <laughs>